You're listening to the Dale Upright Show. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining me. It is Saturday, November 11th. Our top stories tonight are Trump goes after fraud suit judge's law clerk on Truth Social mid-trial and calls her Schumer's girlfriend. Who is Judge Arthur Engeron married to? Don Marie Engeron's anti-Trump tweet controversy explained. Manhattan judge in Trump civil trial snapped shirtless selfie to share with his alumni newsletter. New House Speaker Mike Johnson says there is insufficient evidence at the moment to begin formal impeachment proceedings against Joe Biden. And our last story, China grows first ever fluorescent green chimera monkey using stem cells. Also, at the end of the video, I'm going to show you guys a little uh, a surprise video for us to review and react to. Joining me tonight, we have the CTO, executive producer. John, how are you doing tonight? Doing well. Thank you for thank you for being here. And also, two shows in a row joining us. Be enthusiast, family guy. How are you doing tonight, Brad? I'm fantastic. Thanks for asking. So our uh, top story is the uh, the Trump trial going on in New York. It uh, it appears as though this judge may have some biases. He uh, he's been um, kind of in the middle of this controversy. He has refused to uh, recuse himself amid all the controversy and Trump is going after him hard despite there being a gag order. So what do you guys uh, think about him calling his uh, uh, Trump calling this guy's uh, law clerk uh, Schumer's girlfriend? I love it. (laughs) I think it's great that Trump uh, uh, uses his First Amendment right. Um, Personally, in my opinion, gag orders are only relevant if it's to protect jury. And uh, not the not the prosecutor, not defendants, not any of that stuff. So the whole gag order concept to me, I love it. The Trump's just not not caring. This whole thing's a fraud anyway. It they're using the same tactic with Trump they did with Alex Jones. No defense. Uh, put a gag order on while they slam him in the media and make him look bad. And he can't respond to any of it. So I think it's just like like he said, it's disgraceful. Yeah, I think that this is the post that actually got the gag order in the first place. And uh, I love that he's doing it and he's calling out the people around the judge that also seem to have biases. Um, It seems like uh, there might be other people very closely related to the judge that might have some of those same. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Because I think it kind of puts the judge in a precarious position where he either, A, you know, enforces this gag order and locks Trump up or... B, just doesn't do anything, and I don't think that's a winning... I don't think either of those are winning scenarios for the judge. Right, he kind of looks like a chump if he doesn't do anything. And if I'm not mistaken, in this uh, New York case, um, it's it's basically kind of like the Alex Jones case, right, where the judge already has condemned him of being guilty, and so now they're just figuring out, oh, well, how guilty he is, and that's what yeah. that's what the yeah. uh, the jury is allowed to decide on. But, again, Trump's not allowed to basically say anything or defend himself, and uh, there are videos of his, uh, of his uh, attorney on TikTok, and she's basically saying, yeah, we can't even talk during this trial. The judge just uh, shuts us up and doesn't let us defend our case. So that's the judicial system in America these days. It's a 
the sad state of affairs that we're in. Yeah. And, and uh, kind of connected, this story and our next story are along the same lines. So um, this guy, the judge in this uh, New York trial, his name is Arthur Angeron, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, but there is a bit of controversy surrounding his wife as well. Apparently, she uh, has a Twitter account. Now, there is some debate about whether or not this is actually her Twitter account, but from my understanding, there are some pretty high-profile Democrats that are following this account. Isn't that uh, isn't that correct? Have you guys heard anything about this uh, this guy's uh, wife being on Twitter and and posting a bunch of anti-Trump? Uh, you yeah, know? it was supposedly one of her burner accounts. So it's not technically her main account, but yeah, it was being followed by one of the Krasenstein brothers, one of those Twitter trolls that used to constantly uh, be the first person posting when Trump would post. The Trump reply guys. That's yep. what, the, that's what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I can't stand those guys. But uh so yeah, I mean uh that I mean if if you were a judge and all of this was coming out like uh, you know, you're you're uh law clerk is being seen with chuck schumer your wife is being called out for um having uh anti-trump uh content on twitter if you were an honest judge you would probably recuse yourself all right if if the if the justice system is going to do its work right why does it have to be this judge why can't it be another judge well obviously it's because this guy has it out for trump right and uh, I, I couldn't find the video, but I, there was a video circulating um, on the Internet of this judge, Arthur Engeron, um, back in, I think it was around 2013, 2014, where he's basically talking about, um, and this is paraphrased, but he's basically talking about how sometimes the jury gets it wrong. And so the judge just has to uh, overrule the jury. You know, and it's like uh, I, I saw some Democrats um, defending that on TikTok, and and I was like, "What's the point of having? What's the point of having? You might as well just have kings and queens at that point. If you're like, well, no, the judge should be able to just say, well, uh, the jury didn't decide right, so to jail you go.' You know. Well, well, the precedent that's already been set with this case is, uh, if you own real estate and you went through a bank. In the state of New York, at any point in time, a judge can find you guilty of defrauding the bank, who is not complaining, who got their money, who made money off of the transaction. And what you have now is pretty much the, 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 the state uh, suing a man, taking his stuff, because the bank didn't make enough money, even though the bank's not complaining about making enough yeah. money. In the court case, Trump was trying to pull out a document that basically said that he has, um, he's not liable for anything wrong in the estimate. Yeah, I think that that's the document he kept trying to pull out of his pocket. And the, the last time the trial was meeting, he asked the judge, well, can I read this? And the judge was like, no, you can't read that. And it was basically waiving him of liability. Seems like that would be pertinent information that you would yeah. be able to bring up in defending yourself. But um, didn't they, uh, isn't this um, this judge basically saying that his uh, his uh, real estate is overvalued by like a certain amount? But if you look at all the other properties surrounding Trump's property, it's all about roughly about what, what uh, Trump's uh, uh, bank um, 
you know, is saying that his his property value is. So, and like you said, the bank isn't even complaining about it. Um, and so it's it's basically, it's a witch right. hunt. Right, <laughs> and what, what people need to understand is that $18 million number that's on Zillow is, it's only accurate when that number first comes out. And that number came out when Donald Trump bought the property. <laughs> Donald Trump bought that property for an estimated $18 million. I wonder if they he put to... anything into it. Well, yeah, he most certainly did. And <laughs> like, just the fact that he was a president, <laughs> yeah. just the fact he was a president and he currently resides there gives it historical value that's outrageous. Right. So to say, that, to say he defrauded anybody, sorry, the bank made their money. They're not complaining. There's no victim. This has happened in Florida and it's <laughs> New York state that this court trial is, is, is going on. And again, they found him guilty. It's just a matter of how guilty. And that's exactly what they did to Alex Jones. You yeah. know, Alex Jones said that if they're going to do this to me, they're going to do it to you. And, yeah. and that's and, what we saw. And regardless of what you think of Alex Jones or Donald Trump, you keep letting them do this to people. And uh, the, the next the next thing you know, they'll be coming after you as well. So. But uh, uh, our next story is uh, revealed. This is from the Post Millennial. This is a this is a funny article. Manhattan judge in Trump's civil trial snapped shirtless selfie to share with his alumni newsletter. Now, you know I don't like to body shame people, but I just picked up from this picture that this guy's this guy's nipples look really weird to me. Let me get a close up. Little unhealthy. Let me get a close up here on this guy's nipples. They They're like look, little buttons. <laughs> they look uh they look a little uh so this guy is posting uh posting his shirtless selfies for his magazine and uh you know what could go wrong you know this guy yeah, seems like seems like a very very appropriate thing to send your alumni. you know i don't i don't care if you're i don't care if you're 88 or if you're 18 nobody cares nobody wants to see you Stop shirtless man shirtless pictures <laughs> like you're either a, you're either a bro or a chode or some old creepy pervert looking guy like this fella yeah and it yeah it does uh it does kind Allegedly. of hark, it does kind of harken if you see if you look at the picture on the left there it looks a little creepy so i mean vampiric how many of these <laughs> liberal leftist judge judges are going to be whiter than paper and emaciated looking as, I don't get it. As Alex Jones would say, they look like vampire goblin demons. <laughs> Goblins. <laughs> so our next uh, story, and this has kind of been like the main breaking news for the past like 24 hours that a lot of the conservative uh, broadcasters are picking up on. But uh, Mike Johnson, the new House Speaker, says that, uh, well, I believe it was first um politico that was reporting or it might have been cnn um i forget who but uh they were reporting that he's basically putting the brakes on the uh the impeachment proceedings against joe biden now there are a lot of um there's a lot of talk about the strategic uh kind of angle on this to where he might only be doing this because it's not uh, a very effective time to do it right now with the election being a year out and also some people are saying you know as far as a democrat candidate goes the easiest one to beat would probably be joe biden so what do you guys think about that i've got i've got hope for 
uh, Mike Johnson. You know, there uh, a lot of people didn't really know much about him. I had been watching him uh, since he was, you know, a greenhorn in 2017. You know, just a rookie, a freshman, and uh, just about every time looking through highlights of of uh, hearings and testimonies, he's always been one of the one of the uh, guys I look forward to hearing questions because he's always had this persistent attitude. He doesn't let people just ramble on and yada, yada, yada. He gets right to a point and he's looking for answers. And I've always appreciated that about Mike Johnson. Um, obviously when you're the speaker of the house, you got to be, you know, you got to work with, with Democrats as well as re Republicans. And you really do have to be tactful because you've got a bunch of rhinos and a bunch of Democrats that really do make a majority of things. So you've got to be strategic. And I think, I think there is enough evidence on Joe Biden's account to definitely start impeachment trials personally. Um, I've been pretty disappointed with the House and the Senate for quite a long time. I don't really have tremendous <clears throat> hope that things are going to go the way that we want them to go. But I do see, I do see the, the really good argument for, uh, or maybe backing this off just a little bit and uh, letting more evidence come in because maybe maybe as evidence gets collected, you'll see other uh, high-ranking Democrats involved with these schemes. And uh, a little bit more time, we're only going to find out more and more information. And then you hit them with an impeachment just before the election. That sounds good to me. Right. Yeah, I'm hoping it's just a timing thing. I don't like the fact that he was saying one thing a couple weeks ago before he was speaker. Now that he's got the job, he's done a 180. So that part I don't like about it. So I'm hoping, hoping it's just a timing thing. And like you said, if we wait a little bit closer to the election, you know, Biden might be an easy candidate to beat, but having no candidate would also hurt quite, quite frequent. Right. Well, I think Joe Sanders joined. So that is also going to hurt them a little bit, splitting yep. votes there between RFK, Stein, and uh, whoever their nominee is. It's looking like it'll be Biden, but... Who knows, right? Well, and, uh, you know, that's kind of um, what my, my next point was going to be is um, even if they, regardless of whether it's now or next year, the chances of any impeachment getting pass through the senate i mean they the republicans could get could potentially get it through the house and impeach him but as far as convicting him in the senate it's probably not going to happen but what that would allow them to do is if they did impeach him in in the house they that would open him up uh to discovery as far as i know and if that happened right before the election and joe biden was the candidate that would be a can of worms for uh, Joe Biden's uh, candidacy and his campaign if, you know, if the House was allowed to basically open up an investigation into him right before the election and find all this dirt on him. And, you know, we live in a day and age where people forget things. So if they did it right, if they did it right now, there's a good chance that in three months, nobody would be talking about it. So right. And the thing, those laptops. Yeah. Sometimes and just forget things. And right. another thing is too is maybe maybe the house recognizes that they wouldn't be able to get much accomplished if they went on with a full impeachment trial. I say that. Um, I really so, wish if that was the case that they would say it. Yeah, so yeah. So maybe maybe that's why they're taking this angle is to just keep doing inquiries and subpoenas and gathering information because even if they don't impeach him, they can 
they can bring his family in. They can do all of these different things um, without wasting time to get to a a, a, a goal that's ultimately not going to come to fruition. So, right. Yeah. Um, you know, so who knows? I guess we'll see. I think right now it sounds like what uh, Mike Johnson's main priority is, is, is this government shutdown that's like looming and is supposed to happen on the 17th. And uh, so they're trying to get that all squared away, which, you know, if the government shut down, man, wouldn't that just be a bummer? They wouldn't be able oh, to man. they wouldn't be able to send our money overseas anymore. Wow. So we got of all the things that wouldn't be getting messed up. Right. So um, so on to our, our last story here. And this one uh, I thought was just a, a wild headline um, that came out today. It's uh, China grows first ever fluorescent green chimera monkey using stem cells. So I know that I have been. Here's a picture of the little guy there. There's his eyes. His, his little flore- fingers. His fluorescent green eyes. And look at his fingers. <laughs> oh, man. That is Whoa. creepy. But uh, I've been home. I've been following and listening to Alex Jones for far too long for me to believe that this is the first time that they made a chimera monkey. So maybe it's the first time that they made a green one. But uh, I think they've been doing this genetic modification for quite a while, and I don't think that they've been uh, open they've and been honest with the public since the nineties. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I also find it hard to believe that this is the first time. Like, they might honestly be the first ever fluorescent one that they've ever done. They're <laughs> yeah. pretty good at being sneaky with words. Right. Yeah, I think it's absolutely insane. I mean, the but things it's, that uh, it's good that uh, it's good that uh, you know that this is coming out and people are talking about it and it's you know people used to make fun of you if you brought this subject up like oh you know they're already doing genetic modifications and they have you know uh uh half uh pig or they have uh you know just all crazy all these crazy things and you would you that's what that's what people would respond with is oh you're just a conspiracy theorist that's crazy but uh no if you if you look into it they've been doing a lot of weird stuff for a very very long time like since like at least like the 60s and 70s. Um, so it's an interesting topic, and, and maybe we can do a deep dive on it sometime. So uh, before we go, I've got this hilarious video for you guys to watch, and uh, it's about three minutes long, but make sure you got your volume up for this and listen to this this girl now. Before I play the video, I just want to point out that like this girl is obviously not all there, right? Her elevator doesn't go to the top floor, but... I actually, the reason that she's saying these things in this video is because this is actually how people think these days. They think that uh, if you are the right victim class, if you're one of these protected classes, that you can just do whatever you want and not get in trouble. So this cop is pulling over this girl, so check this out. What's going on? Nothing. Why are you driving in the wrong way of traffic? No, I just got changed around. I just moved here like two months ago. Okay. I just got changed around. Okay. Do you understand what's going on though? Yeah. You're going into <laughs> oncoming traffic. I know, and I just decided that it was better just to turn around really f- Okay. But I'm sorry. I just have like really bad social anxiety and stuff. I get you. I don't want to step out whenever you're asking for Stuff. Okay, well, we're past that. Just go ahead and step out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're past that. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Get out. 
Right back here, please. Miss Perry? Am I? Well, I'm non-binary, so. Okay. What do you go by? Kai. How can I refer to you tonight? Kai? Kai. Okay. Hey, I'm smelling alcohol. <laughs> How much have you consumed tonight? Like probably three drinks. I need to run you through some tests right now. Stand facing me, please. But I just want you to know that I also have very bad social anxiety. You and me both. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Any recent like, trauma, okay. traumatic brain injuries, anything I need to know about? Uh, mental, yes. <laughs> Focus on my finger, please. I am. You're just like trying to intimidate me. I don't know how I'm trying to do that. This is the test. As you know, as an indigenous person, and there's a bunch of shit going around, I'm sorry, but it's just for me to be on my toes. I get you. Can you remember that I told you that I'm non-binary? Yeah, I'll try my hardest. I'll refer to you as Kai, right? This guy is so polite. Perfect. I need to know if you have any injuries or anything that would prevent you from doing polite. a standard walk or yeah. turn. Very well trained on this. Yeah. Um, any physical injuries? I get you. Oh. Now with your right foot, place it in front of your left in a heel to toe touching manner with your arms by your side, just like this, ma'am. Not call me ma'am, please. I'm trying my hardest. Okay, cool. Okay. It means a lot to me. I'm trying my hardest. I don't feel like a man, so. Okay. It's kind of triggering. Right foot in front of your left. Nope, go back. I'm sorry, that's a whole man thing. Just like. I apologize. Let's see if we can move sorry. forward from it. You have the zero questions? No, but I just want to tell you that I suffer from really bad anxiety. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, with generational trauma and PTSD around white people and cops, like... My goodness. Just wait. Just wait. I'm going to speak with you right over here, okay? No. Yes, ma'am. Well, just... Go ahead and place your hands behind your back. Don't, dude. Don't make don't, it hard. Please. Don't make it hard. No, don't. you're... You're going to get a resistance. Dude, I... You're going to get a resistance. I don't. Don't resist. Don't. Listen to me. Don't resist. Don't. You're being Come a here. white man and Come don't. Here. I've <laughs> fallen all of your shit. Like, I'm an indigenous person. Like, you guys. You guys are scaring me. There's nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> yes, there is. It's called Wow, oh, man. You're oh. being a white man. That cop was guilty. Yeah. That cop was Rules guilty. Are white. <laughs> Just imagine this. Not if driving she... drunk is so white of you. Yeah, she was driving <laughs> the wrong way. She was driving into oncoming traffic. Oh my you understand what's going on, right? It was yeah. her social anxiety, though. Yeah, dude, how many times did she bring up how, how she has anxiety? Yeah. As if, like, listen. Quite if... frankly, <laughs> you should have your license taken away if right. you have social anxiety that bad. If it's that People, bad, to where it's an excuse. and see what's trending right now over there in the bar. Oh yeah, let me let me move you guys here. Epstein Island. Ooh, Biden we got Epstein America. Island. Good. Trending. Good. Trending. All right. Well. <clears throat> hey, by the way, happy Veterans Day. Yeah, happy Veterans thank you, Day. Thank, thank you, all uh, veterans out there currently serving and uh, who have served. I greatly appreciate it. I love my Constitution. Thank you for fighting for it. For fighting for me. Well, I think that's a pretty good close to the show. John, did you want to add anything? No, I'm just really glad to see that that's trending on Twitter now. It seems like it had died, but that's a really big topic that I feel like we haven't 
no one's really touching on anymore. Let's bring it back up every day. We need those uh, names. Whoever was every in, day, whoever was in that black book, we need to know who Epstein was blackmailing. Um, so make yep. sh- make sure you guys like and share the video and subscribe to the channel. And we will see you guys on Tuesday.